You're listening to the Savvy Social Podcast, the show for budding entrepreneurs who want to understand the how and the why of social media marketing. I'm your host, Andrea Jones. Let's get started. Hey, welcome to episode number 57 of the Savvy Social Podcast. Today's show is brought to you by Social Report. Now, Social Report is the world's most complete social media management tool, and it's a tool that we use for the agency, for the private clients, for my own social media. We love scheduling. We love the reporting, all the things at Social Report. So check them out for yourself for free by going to socialreport.com, or you can click the link in the show notes. Now, a few updates before we get into the show. Actually, just one update. Right now, I'm at Podcast Movement. So if you're at Podcast Movement, come say hi. My session is tomorrow at 9 a.m. Check the schedule. Look for my name, Andrea Jones. We're talking all about social media. Really excited to answer your questions there. I'll also be doing a mentoring session right after that across the hall um, if you need additional support. So I hope to see you at Podcast Movement. It should be a lot of fun. All right, let's talk about social media growth because a question that I get often is, I don't know if social media is actually working for me or I don't feel like I'm doing the right things or I want a million followers tomorrow and I'm upset that I'm not there yet. So whether you relate to any of those questions, today we're going to talk about three things, the keys to social media growth and how you can really grow your audience. And it's not what you think it is. So the first thing you need to do when you're thinking about social media and growing your audience is you have to have the right mindset. I know this sounds a bit woo-woo, but I want you to stick with me because this is so important. You have to believe that what you want is possible. And I'm listening to one of my clients, uh, Brooke Castillo of the Life Coach School, talk about her self-coaching model. And if you haven't heard it before, it's basically this. Circumstances create your thoughts, which create feelings, which create action or inaction. And that's how you get the results that you get out of life, out of business, and out of social media. So sometimes we may feel that social media is so overwhelming, so it's just not worth it. And so because we feel that way, the actions that we take on social media reflect that. We feel like it's overwhelming, so we don't do anything, or we feel like it's overwhelming, so the actions we aren't doing are not satisfying to us. We feel like we should be getting more from social media, so we're never actually satisfied with the amazing connections we're making. We're basing our actions on how we feel. So what if we change how we feel about that? What if we change the way that we think about social media? I mean, think about this. It's 2019. We have the unique ability to connect with so many people. Every single connection, interaction, comment, like, view, impression is amazing. It's amazing that you have the opportunity to impact so many people. What are you going to do with that power? What are you going to do with that opportunity? There's never before been a time in history where we can do this. And I think sometimes we compare ourselves to the Marie Forleo's of the world or the Amy Porterfields of the world. And we look at those people and we go, they have more followers than us. They're impacting more people than us. They have more people commenting on their stuff. But isn't it amazing that you have any followers at all? 
Isn't it amazing that anybody's looking at your content? This has never before been done in history. And I think sometimes we get caught up in all of those things, comparing ourselves to other people and expecting more than we're getting. And so because our expectations aren't aligned with reality, we think that it's not working. Now, what I'm not saying here is that everyone should love you on social media because that's not reality either. People aren't going to love you back. Even if you pay attention to them and give them interactions, it just doesn't work that way. And you have to be okay with that. You have to go into your social media strategy knowing that most people that you come in contact with aren't the right ones. I'm going to say that again. Most of the people that you come in contact with on social media are not your people. And that's okay. I use the analogy of dating often on the show because I find that it's a really good analogy for how we look at social media, how I like to look at social media. You can ask 10 people on dates. Maybe one person will say yes. Even if that person says yes to your date, that does not mean you're going to marry them. It means they took one step with you. That's it. That's what social media is about. And I think once we accept that mindset, the growth that you see on social media is going to be phenomenally different because you're going into it with the right mindset. You're going into it with the idea that you're open to connection and you're open to seeing where those connections go. You're not expecting people to comment and like. You are appreciating the comments and likes that you do get. You're not expecting some sort of payout from it. You're going into it with an open mind going, this is an amazing potential connection. I want to see where this goes. You're not going into the relationship going, I hope this person goes home with me because that is not the right way to approach social media. So the very first thing before you start thinking about growing your audience is mindset. And this is something that we're working on in the Savvy Social School right now. We're in the middle of the social media growth challenge. And one of my goals from the challenge is to help students get confident on social media. And part of that confidence comes from the mindset, giving yourself realistic expectations and going into this with an open mind for opportunity. Okay, so that's the first key to growing your social media audience is mindset. The second key is consistency, 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 consistency. You have to have good habits in order for this to work. You have to show up regularly. Now, showing up regularly looks different for everyone, and I want to use the example of working out here, okay? So um, I like to take morning walks. I do that probably about three to five times a week. I am not a bodybuilder, but I have lost 15 pounds in the last year, so that's cool. That's fun. That's what works for me. If you are a bodybuilder, you're probably in the gym lifting weights for two hours. We're both being consistent. We're both showing up consistently. That's how it works. You cannot expect to go to the gym for five hours on a Saturday and expect to be a bodybuilder. One Saturday, five hours, boom, muscles acquired. It does not work that way. You have to show up consistently and do what you promised yourself that you would do every single day. 
that looks different for a lot of people. Like I said, um, one thing that I really like that Gary V said, Gary Vaynerchuk said when he was asked, um, should we focus on quantity or quality? And he said, why not both? Why not both? And that's what I want you to do with consistency. I want you to show up to the level that you can and be present and give a really good product. Give yourself some good outcome from social media consistently. And consistency is so important because it really allows you to measure results. You cannot get a sense if anything is working if you are not consistent, okay? I have that question often too. Some people say, this isn't working, and I ask them what their strategy is, and they can't tell me that, you know, hey, I decided to post three times a week on LinkedIn, and I've been doing it for three months, and here's what I've gotten because they're not doing it consistently. So they don't know if it's actually working. They have no idea if it's working because it's so random and it's not consistent. So consistency is so important to measuring results so you can see the impact of what you're doing. Consistency also establishes your authority. People trust those people who can show up regularly. And again, this depends on what you can do. But when you show up regularly uh, on a schedule that you've created for yourself and you've committed to, your audience feels like they know you because they see you often. Familiarity goes such a long way on social media. It doesn't work to post on a Saturday one time a month and to not post for the rest of the month because they don't know who you are. They may not even have seen that post. How do you know what the phrase Netflix and chill means? Netflix and chill. We know it because we've heard it over and over and over again consistently. We know what it means. There's another one too. How do you know uh, this jingle? The best part of waking up is mm -mm in your cup. How do you know that? How do you know that? You know what that is. You know what brand that is. If you can guess what brand I just sang, DM me on Instagram and I'll give you a prize at Online Drea because you know what that is. We heard those commercials growing up consistently. And if that works for big brands, it can work for small brands. It can work for personal brands. It can work for you. And I really want you to have consistency because it maintains your message. People get it in their head. And that leads me to the final point here. So we talked about mindset. We talked about consistency. The last key to growing your social media audience is having a solid message. Having a solid message. And we were actually talking about this in my mastermind group. Shout out to my mastermind girls, Lainey, Meg, and Rachel. But we're examining some of the industry leaders in marketing and why people find a connection to them, and it's because they find a connection to their message. So if you can't tell me why what you have to say matters, you need to go back to the drawing board, okay? You need to help people understand why they need to stop what they're doing and pay attention to you, okay? There's so many things out there. We've got Netflix. We've got a million podcasts. We've got so many YouTube videos, cat videos on social media. Why should they stop what they're doing 
and pay attention to you. I think oftentimes as creators and business owners, we create our message from our perspective. Here's what I can do for you. What we need to do is create our message from the perspective of the customer. How do you help them change? What problem do you help them solve? How do you help them conquer something? What's in it for them? And even if you have a podcast that's entertaining people, how is it entertaining? We all love entertaining content. If you have a product that helps people, how does it help them? What does it give them? If you have something that's pretty standard, what makes you different? I love a good combo move here. And I like to use yoga instructors as examples because there's a lot of yoga instructors out there, right? So as a yoga instructor, what makes you do? Maybe you're a yoga instructor who also has a podcast. Different. Or maybe you're a food blogger. There's tons of food bloggers out there. But maybe you're a food blogger that specializes in meals for kids that they can take to school. Combo move. That's what makes you different. So if you can have a combo move and combine it with a problem that you help people solve even if that problem is boredom, right? Your message is going to become more clear and people are going to be able to connect with what you have to say. I recently read Building a Story Brand by Donald Miller. And one of the quotes he had in there stuck out to me. He said, we're either making music or making noise. Wow. Kind of gave me the chills. I had to stop and read it again. We're either making music or making noise. And I think that, you know, it's it's a challenge. There's a lot of noise out there. But I think um, the analogy of music is so perfect because not everyone likes the different genres of music. There are so many genres of music out there. Uh, Recently, my husband's been listening to country music. Uh, not really my thing, but I can get into it. I really like that uh, God's Country song. I think it's Blake Shelton. I don't know. Country music's not my thing. But a lot of people really dig it. That doesn't mean it's for everybody. It's for some people, and some people like it more than others. So is what you're doing music, meaning some people like it, or is it noise? You really need to have a solid message, really clear message, so that people can be attracted to what you have to say. And this takes time to build. So those are the three keys to growing your social media audience. You have to have the right mindset, because if you don't believe it's possible, it ain't going to happen. You have to be consistent, showing up regularly, whatever that looks like for you. And you have to have a solid message that people can connect to. So, so important. If you don't have those three things, you're not going to see growth on social media. You're not going to see what you need to see on social media because you don't have the three key things for going on social media. If you are struggling with social media growth, there's still time to join our social media growth challenge inside of the Savvy Social School. I have written prompts for you. I am giving you guidance along the way 
so that you have the confidence you need to continue growing on social media. This is kind of the jumpstart to your social media growth. I'd love to see you in the school. Join us now at the SavvySocialSchool.com. That's SavvySocialSchool.com. I'll see you there.